This is the Pubcast. I'm John Loomer, and today we're going to talk about the nine steps to growing your podcast. Pop a bottle. Let's do it. Big fan of the Guinness, uh, so we're going to roll with that again today. Welcome. Happy to have you back. So if you're not familiar with the Pubcast, once a week, every Friday, we publish a full episode, generally somewhere between 20 and 30 minutes. And we've got the shots every other day of the week. And that's been my new strategy, and really, that's what we're going to talk about today. So I'm currently dedicated to this whole new, different, comprehensive strategy to growing the pubcast and I really want to share with you what I'm doing how I'm doing it maybe you can take some of it with you and apply it to to your show if you've got one or if you want to start one some of the things you should be thinking about by no means does this make me an expert on podcasting Um, because I'm sure people who have been doing this for a long time who maybe that's been your focus for a long time We'll sit, pick it apart and say, oh, these are, this is wrong. This is some other stuff you should do. What I can tell you is this. I have been podcasting for a long time. It hasn't been a primary focus. I have seen some pretty good traction with it. Um, and so it's not like I'm a newbie on this thing. So I started it in 2012 and really in a very raw form. So back then, I was just happy to have one to have a show because it scared the crap out of me. The, the thought of like, ah, I can't do this. First of all, I didn't think I could do it technically. Second of all, it was one of those things where it's like, um, stage fright. Like I like still listen to it. I felt really uncomfortable. And then, um, so anyways, it was raw in that I just hosted the, the files on my own server and I had a player, an audio player on my website. You can listen to these files on my website. So it wasn't syndicated anywhere. Um, and then in 2013, I'd say it became more real. Because um, then it started, I, I had it hosted with a third party and it started you know, being distributed to, to different platforms. I couldn't even tell you the timeline of where it went and went, but you know, whatever. Um, and in my, now my commitment is seriously varied and for good reason, right? So when it really took off in 2013, I was still finding my, my feet in terms of, okay, what, what, what's the nature of my business? Um, it, it, technically, my business started at the end of 2011 and started to come together during 2012. But I was still trying to you know, throw things at the wall. I'm like, you know, where's my audience? How am I going to sell stuff? What am I doing? And so I was dedicated in 2013, 2014, into 2015. Those I would consider the kind of glory days of my podcast. Um, I was probably publishing once a week. <clears throat> Excuse me. Usually I had a guest on, and um, it was a lot of fun. Um, then 2016 to 21, I would consider my meh years. Um, you know, there were some years where I was relatively dedicated. Like John Robinson and I would, would host <clears throat> where I'd have him on and we'd really be talking about business, I'd say, for a big chunk of that. Um, 
I think it was starting in 2020, though, that I mostly abandoned it. Like, I would use it here and there, but I mostly abandoned it. Uh, and then, sorry, kind of got a little tickled there. And then the end of 2021, a fire ignited. Um, that's where everything changed. That's when I stumbled on these um, pubcast shots. I'm like, woof. That's something I should do. I mean, I had this kind of idea that I'd seen other people do, like these shorter episodes. I'm like, you know, there might be something to that. Then I had an actual reason to use it um, with when somebody asked me for my thoughts on uh, predictions for 2022. And then Facebook, honestly, Facebook podcasting, once I got that set up, that changed everything. So that that's kind of the overview. But let's talk about the nine very specific things I've done. Now, by themselves, I would say they probably wouldn't make a big impact. If, if I said, okay, <clears throat> do this one thing, it'll change, my, change your life with your podcast. I don't think any of, these, any of these by themselves would do that. I think combined, that's, I'm seeing the results. So it's doing all these nine things that really has bumped the needle. All right, so let's take a quick drink and let's get to it. Cheers. So number one on the list is hosting. So really simple, quick to the point, no longer hosting the, the files, audio files on my website. I use Libsyn, L-I-B-S-Y-N. So it's nothing amazing. I feel like it hasn't really even changed from the time I started using it in 2013, I think. Um, but the main thing is this. It's where you upload the files. It's where you enter all the details about it. It's where you schedule it. It's where you tell Libsyn where it should go to. And um, so that's really where it becomes a real podcast. And like some of those, those cases too, it's like, okay, I want to go there, but I have to set up an account or something like that with that place too. There's no cost to any of those. Libsyn has a cost. Uh, they've got various levels. It's really not that bad. Um, so that's number one. Hosting, Libsyn. But number two is the destinations. So you could use Libsyn and just send it to one location. Um, I, I've and I kind of realized over the years that Libsyn started adding these destinations that I wasn't taking advantage of. And I, as a result, I've started adding those. Um, there are others that just pick it up naturally. They like, they like find, if, I don't know if you have to hit a certain threshold and they just find you and they start, they just find your RSS feed or whatever. But, and I think Apple podcasts, honestly, and it's been a while since I set this up. I don't think I set that up cause I don't think Libsyn has a direct, um, hit into, um, Apple podcasts as a destination. I think I had to set it up with Apple podcasts, give them the Libsyn RSS, kind of like with Facebook and then now it automatically feeds it in. So here's a general list of the places that you'll find my podcast, but it's pretty much everywhere. Um, Apple Podcasts is number one for me. It's, it makes up 31% of my downloads, the recent downloads right now. Um, number two is Facebook at 13%, which is kind of crazy because I just started doing this like at the very end of October where I started experiment when, experimenting with it. And then a bunch of these I haven't heard of, really, uh, but Overcast is one. Spotify, which is I think is really cool because I love Spotify for listening to music. And then um, these aren't really destinations, but 
Um, these show up in my numbers, and you'll you'll hear why shortly. But Chrome, iOS, Apple Core Media, Safari, Fire, Firefox, Mozilla, all the browsers, um, Stitcher. But I, honestly, the browsers make up. I mean, that it's either number two or number three for total downloads, total listens, um, because of my strategy, and we'll get to that. But Stitcher is one, Castbox, Podcast Addict, Pocket Casts. Google Play, Audible. Like, I didn't even realize my show was on Audible until recently. I, I saw it. Player FM, iHeartRadio. There are more. And honestly, there are probably a whole bunch of them that I don't even know what's there that I'm not, you know, intentionally sending my show there. So that's a big part of it. Like, you got to make sure it actually, you have to give it a chance uh, and actually send it to these places. And then there's an actual publishing strategy that I didn't have for years, which is... One of the biggest reasons why my show is starting to take off again, um, maybe number one. So this has been completely different for me because, uh, again, at its height, I was going once a week, maybe, maybe once every two weeks. And it was a 30-minute show, have a beer, all that stuff. Um, but adding in the pubcast shot changed the possibilities. Because no longer did I have to think I have to record a 30-minute show and drink a beer every time. So it's provided consistency. You know it's coming every day. It's providing volume. Um, just being more dependable like that. I think it's important. Like I've enjoyed committing to the seven-day-a-week thing. We'll see how long I can do that. Because kind of like with running. with my, like When I know I'm running every single day, it just becomes a habit. I don't think, oh, today's a day off, and, and then for, or one day maybe forget. Like podcasting every single day. I know what's happening. So consistency and volume, it's just changed everything with the podcast shot. It gave me more, so much more freedom um, in how I did this, uh, where like, you know, I didn't have to set aside an hour, basically. And knowing that I had to have a drink, I don't want to fake it. Um, and just get... And, injected a bunch of energy in me as well so now i'm publishing every single day and that's been a big part that that part of my strategy right there all right we'll get to the next three here after my next drink cheers all right so this one is new and we'll see what this looks like by the time this show actually comes out but my podcast page so there's an seo element to this that i've never taken advantage of um i have a page on my website that's just dedicated to my podcast. That's like an embed of the show where you can listen to it and listen to different episodes. Um, so that's about it. I mean, I really didn't dedicate much time to it. I'm sure it didn't get much, much traffic, nothing. But um, I stumbled upon this software, I think because I automatically got access to it um, with Fusebox. We'll talk about Fusebox here in a second, but... By the way, no affiliates or anything like that with any of this stuff. I don't do that. Um, so now I use PodPage, uh, which is a software. And it should, I mean, as I record this, this should be um, live on my website today. Like, it should have been live already. I'm surprised it isn't. Um, but pubcast.johnloomer.com. So basically using, so PodPage allows me to, provide the RSS feed from Libsyn, so it automatically pulls in all the episodes. Um, since I use um, 
fuse box, which again we'll talk about. It, it the, that's the audio player it uses for all the episodes. Um, it show like has buttons for all the various places you you can subscribe and and open the show. It's got, um, it's also got uh, like a, a a tab where you can click on to send me an audio message that I'm hoping to use for future shot episodes where you ask a question and I answer. Please use that. Um, oh, uh, reviews. Uh, it shows you all the reviews there. You can provide your own reviews. So it's really more of a section dedicated to the pubcast now. So that's my, my podcast page. Number four. Real quick. Sorry, are you need a little bit of help with your Facebook advertising? You can actually sign up for a one-on-one with me. So our session will be 45 minutes long, conducted over Zoom. We can share screens. You'll let me know prior to our session what it is that you're doing right now, what you need help with. And I'll give you recommendations for strategies and ideas to do things differently. So this is really best for advertisers who are spending at least a few thousand dollars per month where even the smallest changes can make a big impact. So go to johnloomer.com help to book your session. And PHC Elite members get a big discount. So number five is the, the blog post embeds. So yeah, I stumbled upon my pod page because I believe that was included in my membership or subscription, whatever that is, for Fusebox. If you're not familiar with Fusebox, they used to be called Smart Podcast Player. Uh, it's by Pat Flynn. Uh, super well-known, super cool guy. Uh, he's old, old time, old school podcaster. Not calling you old Pat, my bad. Um, so it's just uh, it's your your podcast player is all it is. It's your audio player, and they've improved upon it over the years. Um, I've always had the old version of it. I'm trying to get the new version set up, but I've also used it for webinars and for um, training programs, stuff like that too, where you can. Uh, basically host an audio file on Libsyn is a download only, so it doesn't go to your podcast. And then you can, in the podcast player, just, okay, put in the link to that to that download, and then people can listen to it. So I use it for, for like audio versions of training and stuff. But also, I use it, you'll see it at the top of blog posts um, as like a, an audio version sometimes of, of a blog post. Essentially, you're going to see that with this. If you were to go to my website, um, I am also writing a blog post. It's about these nine steps to growing your podcast. And then we'll have the audio version at the top. And, or you can just read. Um, so it's up to you. It gives you, gives you an option. So that's number five, the blog post embeds. Um, but you know, related, number six is the blogging and podcasting strategy together. So this has really been big. To my content creation. So what, what the way this has worked? Well, first of all, is like I would sit down, like okay, I've got to do this every day now. When I say this, I got to do this every day. I'm not um, recording one episode every day. I'm publishing one episode every day. I'm actually setting aside Fridays to record episodes for a week. Typically, is what my process is going to be. Um, but I need to come up with ideas, right? So the first thing I did is I sit down and like okay, go through old blog posts. Where I'm like, yeah, that's a good one that I could do a quick pub pubcast shot or even a full pubcast on. Um, so I'm making this list. Um, so that's the first thing. So then when I publish it, I just put it at the top of that that blog post as well. Oh, it's great. Um, 
So people who are reading it, especially if it's getting traffic already, people are going to listen to it there. But also what's been really good to my process is that it'll give me new ideas for things to write about. So I'll record a pubcast shot or a pubcast, but I outline everything. So because I'm not just winging it typically when I record these, like I've got an outline sitting in front of me. And then I use that outline as the beginner tool for creating a blog post. So then when I publish that blog post, I also embed the podcast episode above it. And that's becoming a much more consistent staple of my process. And it's really good for coming with ideas. I can really struggle otherwise coming up with ideas like, oh, what should I write about? What should I podcast about? It's forcing me to do it. And like I'm keeping this running list. But also by consistently having an episode embedded at the top that's related to the content that you can read. It's having a big impact on uh, my my downloads, my listens for my podcast as well. So obviously you need to get traffic in order to get to take advantage of that. Um, the traffic I'm getting is absolutely contributing to it. So that's number six. It's another, another time for a drink. Cheers. All right, so let's talk about ads. So... I mean, well, before we even get to the Facebook ad, um, just the Facebook side of this was so big. It's what inspired me really to get going. I mean, the idea of the shot, the Facebook implementation, um, and kind of realizing how big that could be. Facebook for podcasting, a year from now, if it's not huge, I will be shocked. And it, it will probably be because Facebook abandoned it and it'll be kind of ticked off. Uh, but once I connected my podcast to my page, it's not that I saw amazing results immediately or anything like that. It's just that yeah, part of it is because it's limited. You're, you're, the results you can get are, are limited because it's only U.S., it's only mobile. So, I mean, if you've got followers outside of those areas and they're not on their, their mobile device, they're not going to be able to access your podcast. So that said, potential very, very high. I mean, I just think about, well, first of all, people are always on Facebook. So you publish a new episode, it goes into their news feed. I don't care what you say about organic reach and all that. Still, it goes to their news feed. They have a chance of seeing it. Well, like, what other platforms can you say that's the case for your podcast, right? And then uh, they can access the, the list of all of your shows um, in a sp- special section on your page. They can subscribe. So like, when they listen to your, to to an episode, they can subscribe to it, so they'll be get a notification every time a new episode is published. I mean, how big is that? And then when it comes to, like I said, it's very early, so I'm like, there's still so so many possibilities here. You're not technically supposed to run ads right now, um, but I found a kind of a workaround to do it. Uh, so if you share a clip, which is also very cool, so an up to thirty second clip you can promote that with ads and i've been targeting my facebook followers of course in the u.s on mobile because those are the only people who can see it and i'm using reach campaigns and while the metrics say nothing because they're not expecting you to run these ads they don't have any metrics that are associated with these audio plays i can still see the impact because i can see how that how the the listens increase on facebook but i can also see that again it's already my number two source of downloads, and I just started using it. So very big, and but the ads absolutely help because 
granted, like if I relied only on the organic side of this, because just imagine your organic reach now uh, and what that is. Now you got to slice it up to only U.S. I don't know if you're international or not, but only U.S. and only mobile. It's like it's making it so small. So it, it limits it. But once you get the traction, like all it takes is someone to start listening and subscribe and boom, boom, boom. Every time you, it's going to go right into their news feed, it's going to be get a notification. So Facebook ads for your Facebook podcast it's number seven. Number eight is the Facebook ads for other destinations. Now, this is one that I've experimented with on and off on. Um, I've abandoned it temporarily, but I'm kind of glad I did because I'm starting to see that there was impact there that I wasn't sure about. So basically what you do with this, create, create a Facebook ad uh, for traffic. All right, You're going to optimize for a link click and grab a link for Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, whatever it is. Um, and if it's Apple Podcasts, then you can focus just on people on an iOS device. Only going to be on mobile at the time. And it could be either the link to the show itself or to a specific episode. I think I've been doing mainly the show itself just to ask people to down, to uh, subscribe and target people based on device. So it's been really tough to see what the impact is because all I see is clicks and cost per click. And my cost per click is pretty high. It was like $2.83. But... Once I turned it off, I'm start because um, Spotify is the one platform that shows me how many subscribers I, ha I have, and that's something that was consistently growing day to day. And now, since I've turned that off, I'm not seeing that growth. So I, I think I can tie that to my Facebook ads with a, a reasonable degree of certainty. All right, so that's ads for other destinations. Now it's number nine, email marketing. So again, all these things, really important. So every Friday, uh, I publish the full episode, right? The 20, 20 to 30 minute episode. And I also send out an email to my list because I'm not doing a blog post that day. Um, again, this is part of my new process. I'm not publishing a blog post on that day. And so like today, for example, I linked to today's podcast episode that I published. And, you know, I told a little story about what it's all about. And here's a, here are three different links to, like, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher to listen to this episode. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, by the way, here are the other six episodes, other six shots that I did this week. And one, two, three, four, five, six, explain briefly what each of them are and have a link to Apple Podcasts and a link to Spotify, just those two for each one to go listen. So... As I record, I mean, because today it was like a little bit more expansive on what I did with that. And I don't know if it's tied directly to that or not. But my numbers um, on my podcast today have been really good, especially for a Friday, because typically my Fridays aren't great. So now, long term, um, I probably won't be sending my sending emails to my entire list every, every, every Friday for um, podcast stuff. I think over time it's going to become more of a oh by the way when I'm like publishing a blog post or something I might have lists or links to the podcast episode and if you click that you'll be tagged as someone who listens to podcasts. So then on Friday I will only email those people who have clicked those kinds of links in the past. At least so that's that's more in the future. All right, so that's number nine. Um, let's get to the recent results. 
and then uh, we'll wrap this thing up. But I gotta get another drink out, man. I got like half a beer left. Let's go. Cheers. So you you might recall that in my podcast heyday, I was getting twenty five to thirty five thousand downloads per month. I mean, I think um, two thousand thirteen was four hundred thousand downloads total, if I'm not mistaken. And you know, since then, um, especially the last few years, we've been looking at more like fifteen hundred downloads per month and even that's probably inflated like 2020 i had a huge september because i basically converted one of my um, video series into like this series of podcast episodes and i had a huge month comparatively that threw off my numbers because beyond that i wasn't doing damn thing um so but now just during because as i record this it's been 17 days i think this is the 18th or, oh, not 17 days. uh 37 days i think this is the 38th day since i started this everyday thing that something's been published and the, tr- the traction is constantly growing so for example from that span from november 10th through november 30th um i had over nine well november there was over nine thousand downloads but you know i there were still some days that were you know, under 300 downloads. Um, but it's since then in December, we haven't had, I haven't had a single day under 300 and actually like, like, like I said, today has been like, I've over 600 today. Um, and definitely kind of trending in the direction of, you know, just continuing to grow. So, 9,000 downloads in November. We sh- this should easily be over 14,000 downloads for December. You know, that, so that puts me at about half of what I was doing in, in those heyday years. Um, and that's in sight, man. I mean, all I got to do is keep this going. I, I'm going to keep, it's going to keep growing. But really, there's no reason to limit myself there. Like, I, I really don't even know if those numbers are good. That, you know, 30,000-ish per month or good compared to what? I see no reason, based on the results I'm seeing in a very short period of time, to limit myself at that 35,000. Like, why not 50,000 per month? Why not 100,000 downloads per month? I don't know. Maybe more than that. And when you start getting that kind of volume, suddenly now you could have huge impact. Like, I, admittedly, I gave this up or became much less consistent because I really wasn't seeing that business impact. Part of, partly because I didn't know how to measure it. Partly because I didn't really try. But once you start getting numbers like that, I never take sponsors. And I probably would continue not to. But once I start seeing those opportunities, I know that's the time. Like, I need to make sure I'm using this to sell my stuff. Um, because it's probably, probably going to help me drive traffic. It's going to help me sell products. So that's where it's going to become really, really critical. Cool. Recent results. I got to finish this beer. Last call. We got to get out of here. Last call. Bottom line is this. Um, I, I needed an energy boost, a jolt, because um, these past two years have been a struggle for me. There are a lot of things to point to as far as why. Um, I think that COVID threw me off. First of all, in that 
just because of how it impacted my life generally and my outlook and how I felt about things and how I felt about, felt about myself and like what I should be creating and where my place was in all this. Um, I think also just being 10 years in business now, it started like I needed that, that freshness that was gone that was really important during those first few years. And this has really provided that. So I encourage you, if you have a podcast, if you're thinking about starting a podcast and you're thinking about ways to grow it, like, okay, it's not just that I want to grow it. It's like, what are the steps to do that? Start applying some of these nine things because they aren't that complicated. They really aren't that difficult. And once it's happening, um, they all work together. And you may not see a big impact from one of these things by themselves, but man, I'm telling you, together, it's it's a force. It's been a lot of fun. So I'd love to hear from you. Uh, drop me a line. Again, I, I think by the time you hear this, if you go to pubcast.johnlimmer.com, um, that should work. And feel free to like uh, click that tab on the right-hand side to send me a message. If you've got a question for me, got some feedback, got something that you want to use, like I could hopefully allow me to use it for a show, for a question, and I'll give you an answer. Make yourself famous, right? Anyway, thanks for joining me again today. Until next time, do awesome things. I'm out.